Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I don't know, anybody want to say something funny about something random? Brio, go. Oh gosh, you can't do that! Like, you can't the spot. No, I've got, I've, I've got nothing. It's almost like Ace is an asshole and doesn't know what he's doing. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. Uh, a subsidiary friend, uh, assignee, subletter, and general business partner, but not partners because we're beneath them, of the Touchline Media Group. You can check them out at touchlinefraca.co.uk. The S is silent. It's F-R-A-C-A-S. They have a whole bunch of podcasts. They're cool. And YouTube. We also have a YouTube, but we don't really use it. Um, we are, uh, this, this episode, oh, right, who am I? I'm Asa. I'm your host. I'm always here. This is always my voice. Uh, my co-host, Stumpy, he's here. You can hear his voice uh, if he wants to say hi. Do you want to say hi, Stumpy? This is a visual medium, and I've been given peace signs for like 30 seconds. Go podcasting. Uh, this episode is brought to you by whoever Blue Wire Pods decides to put in as advertisements. But beyond that, the Smith Workforce Management Group, for all of your business law employment law, family law in various states, uh, and in-house counsel work, check out the Smith Workforce Management Group at smithworkforce.com. We have guests this week. That's right. Uh, I would like to welcome from our brother podcast, sister podcast, uh, sibling podcast. We don't want to gender our podcast. That there's no yeah, we're that. G- gender neutral. <laughs> All right, we're fluid, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just those have very different connotations. I just like to throw that out there, Chris. Our our, <laughs> our gender fluid siblings, uh, Mariah from the from the uh, Make United Great Again podcast. Um, yeah. Hey guys, how you doing? We're great. Uh, and Chris from the Cop and Fraca, Fracas Fraca podcast. I am very happy to be here because it's not often I get to talk about Jonathan Taylor propaganda. So I'm very oh, happy. Oh, we're, we're, we're going to be talking about all ah, of the See, this is a work. setup. This is a setup. <laughs> I told you I don't know anything about American football. Asa said that's cool. And uh, Chris is already mentioning players 30 seconds into his appearance. Guys, I've been set up. I've been had. Yeah, so, we got real good. So the... the <laughs> The good news about Jonathan Taylor that we can talk about is that he ruined my week on two different leagues because all of football fandom comes from three different leagues. Never mind. Uh, One for me, three weeks. Uh, so we, uh, so yeah, so we we uh, are are happy to to bring our friends in. First thing I want to talk about um, because it it was all all alike. Uh, Krish, as the representative on this podcast of Cop and Fraca the hell happened in the fight card i gotta know <laughs> i got i gotta know because it's unacceptable 
Especially after Ju- the game. Julian has to answer for his crimes, man. Ju- yeah, I think mean, and you think he went on about it a bit too much on the main pod yesterday, but it <laughs> yeah. provided me with elite entertainment. I can't lie. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not into too sure. I'm half convinced that uh, Mr. Dan Coogs uh, did a brown paper bag envelope to Babs before <laughs> the fight card. Um, <laughs> occurred because that's the only way that Lacazette could have got in there it made no sense then it makes no sense now so yeah I'm not entirely too sure but look I said on the fight card you know um I think it was either Shabs or Dan that said you know it's gonna be an acid test of their defense and oh boy was it an acid test of their defense as uh, certain people I think they might still be sliding Benny Blanco etc so yeah pH, pH level one based on that uh, based on that game I ask a real quick, quick question uh, so for the listeners, long-time listeners know that we have, uh, like Timo Werner, that we have Zoom, we have Zoom up while we're recording. Uh, are you guys in the same room at all? No. Okay, because no. Mariah, when Chris is talking, Mariah is looking, like, at the right window. I was really confused. Um, so... I want to, I want to sort of, uh, so, so that, that aside and, and what happened, uh, yeah, obviously like there, there are a lot of things that, that you'll want to listen to, uh, as Liverpool fans, you should check out Cop and Fraca. Um, they beat Arsenal 4-0 and as Tottenham Spurs fans, we'll take it. We will take, uh, <laughs> transition or, uh, like, uh, transverse wins. That's fine. We, get, we don't win games ourselves. We'll take other people's wins. Transitive. The word is transitive. Transitive is the word. Uh, and uh, obviously, there there's some news out of uh, out of Old Trafford. Uh, some some people are no longer employed who used to be employed. Uh, yeah, so Oli Oli Gunnar Solskjaer has finally been given his marching orders. Uh, it's been a long time coming, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, what, what I said earlier today was like um, the euphoria of yesterday kind of reminded me of the closing scene of The Graduate. Where they they hop on the bus, uh, they hop on the bus and they're like grinning like, ah, oh, we did it, we ran away, and then they stop like, oh shit, what happens after this part? So we run away now. The rest of us like probably have to go to my parents' house to pick up my clothes. I'm actually broke. Um, so, so what do we do? So the, the club is still a mess, um, but we've gotten rid of Ollie. So yeah, we'll separate the uh, we'll celebrate the small wins, I guess. Anytime you can have uh, Hello Darkness, my old friend, playing over the scene of you firing your coach, you know you got to do it. Last ten years of my life, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you're talking to a, a pair of, of Detroit Lions fans. Let me tell you about the sound of silence. Oh no! <laughs> uh, so I, I've actually noticed this, um, and it's and it's similar, I think, with with uh, football. Your football fans that a thing that that we have as Lions fans, where you ask a Lions fan, like, do they want their team to win, and and the answer is not always yes, because we hate them so much that we want things to change. And I noticed that when, when Spurs were playing Man United and the, yeah. the, the sack off. Um, both, both sets of fans wanted to lose, yeah. It's like, hey. <laughs> El Sakigo, yeah. <laughs> El Sakigo. It's like, hey, if you lose, you get Antonio Conte. And if you win, Eric Ten Hag, maybe. I was going to say, uh, people before have asked me, are you a, like, so you like the Detroit Lions? And my answer is always no. I fucking hate the Detroit Lions because I'm a Detroit Lions fan. <laughs> that was me essentially it's being such a Liverpool toxic fan. relationship, man. Oh, oh my God. It's, it's <laughs> miserable. <laughs> um, so, so, okay. So, so you guys mentioned that uh, Mariah, you said, you know, almost nothing. Chris, you're coming out with, with references to Wisconsin running backs because I promise you, I don't care that he plays for the Colts. That man is always going to be a Wisconsin running back. Um, so, so Mariah, what, what do you know about, about football, the way that we play it? Um, I, I know I have like a rough overview. So the kind of guys who are really popular, I know them like, you know, Pat Mahomes, your Aaron Rodgers, your Lamar Jackson, your Tom Brady's. I know a few franchises. Um, I roughly know the rules, not anything particularly sophisticated. So I know you've got downs and you have to get up the you have to get up the field into the end zone before you run out of downs. Uh, if you don't if you don't get into the end zone, uh, depending on how far away you are, you get a kicker to kick through the the posts. And, yeah, that's and, gonna uh, be that's gonna be uh, Harry Kane. Yeah, <laughs> and you pick up you pick up some points. 
uh, and that's it. But all that kind of niche stuff, you know, Wisconsin running backs, that's all above me. Do you know what Wisconsin is? It's a place. I know Wisconsin. I watched that 70s <laughs> show, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, 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 I got to tell you, I love the fact that like probably the, the, the best interaction you have with American football is Red Foreman saying that we're going to a Packers game instead of church. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I also enjoy that you like understand our ethos because that was essentially our high school years. Yeah, yeah, we, literally. So which one of you? So which one of you was Fez? Oh, we had another Fez. Oh, we had another Fez. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a story that that I think we can tell now because um, the statute of limitations on the whole thing is out. But we had a gym teacher who yeah. who was hanging out with uh, with our friend who was who wasn't in, in fact a Thai for an exchange student. And, um, and we were talking about swear words. He didn't really know like American swear words. And it was like, Oh, what's the S word? I was like, okay, S word. Oh, what's, what's the, what's the F word? Oh, haha, what's the F word. And then we told him, we, he went by Pat. I have no idea what his actual name was. Um, that's not a, that seventies show joke. I, I literally don't know what his no, name was his name was pat yeah, yeah. he went by pat i don't know what his name was i've got a um, bunch of friends i've got a bunch of friends from a bunch of places i've never heard of with a bunch of names that i'm sure aren't their actual names so yeah i completely relate so so we we I've tell got pat, family members with a bunch of fake names <laughs> <laughs> i mean look like don't use your government if you don't have yeah. it. I'm, I'm, I'm with it true <laughs> um so so anyway so we said oh and he was like oh i also heard about the c word now when we think about the C word, we're like, oh, crap. Like, that's not really, you know, because he was really, saying that like, is not what I was thinking of. No. And this is the <laughs> yeah, crux same. of the story. <laughs> this is the crux of the story. Our gym teacher was a, let's say, mid 30s, uh, five foot two blonde woman. Okay. Um, she was great. We loved her. Uh, Stumpy, I'm going to let you take the story from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you take the part that could get you in jail. <laughs> first off uh late 30s would be dating her a little bit much there's no way she was older than like 31 but uh he asked us what the c word was and obviously uh all of us are like kind of confused like i don't know crap like what what could the possible c word be so without us prompting him at all he just turns to our teacher and asks uh miss scott what's the c word and without missing a beat she like looks him dead in the eye and just says cunt <laughs> And we all ran out of the gym. This <laughs> is like, holy shit! That's uh, guns. And then the British kid in the back was like, "That's not a swear word." <laughs> Never goes down well with the masses. That one. No, yes. no, didn't. It was great though. We had a lot of fun. Anyways, so, um, so yeah, so so, Chris, what what about you? Who who's what's your what's your background? Um, so I am a long-suffering New York Giants fan at Why? the moment. Well, I went to New York when I was about 13, and it was the first team I saw on TV. So that was the one that I just picked. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, in, in hindsight, two Super Bowls, not too bad, but long-suffering um, at the moment with Jason Garrett as your offensive coordinator, which is never a good thing. No. So, so yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm just waiting. Basically, I'm just waiting until the end of the season just for all, everything to kind of settle down and he gets fired and then hopefully things can go in a decent direction. Um, so I, I was, I was going to mock you for picking the giants. And then I remembered that I didn't have to be a Tottenham fan. Yeah. <laughs> but I find, yeah those kind of fandoms, I find those fandoms more interesting. It's like, Oh, I'm from the States. I support Manchester city. That's boring. They're going to win a title every <laughs> three years. Like being a Tottenham fan, that's pain. That's pain. And you get invested in it. It seeps into you. And it makes you a bitter old man. So I'm, I'm all for it. Well. Yeah. It's so, always funny though when you pick like when an American picks like uh, like an established power that hasn't been good for a while. Like I've heard somebody say, "I'm a Leeds United fan," and I've had people be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." It's like, no, man, they were like really good for a really long time. I'm like, Are you alive for that? <laughs> well, no, my dad was like, "Okay, well, I'm sorry then." <laughs> and like, like for me, like like one of the, the the big appeals for for Tottenham beyond like the the demographic and social aspect was um like every every like two years somebody uh, uh, in American college football Twitter would like do like a comparison like oh like who is the Ohio State of of the Premier League and it's like oh well, okay. well that's Manchester City okay great who's the you know who's the 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 Michigan oh that's Manchester United okay great and Alabama. Alabama. So, so it's it's Alabama would be um, honestly 
Alabama's probably Bayern. Uh, we're talking about European, yeah. Either either Bayern or pre-bankruptcy uh, Madrid. Okay, Alabama, that's Nick Saban, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Alabama oh, is inevitable. So, yeah. like, pick whichever <laughs> you think is going to win a Champions League, like, guaranteed every three years, that's Bama. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it's and it's like I would I would say that 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 Bama is probably probably Barcelona. I'm or no, Madrid. It's Madrid because Barcelona it's been would be Madrid like, before they start started making like rosters. Yeah. Um and and so like Michigan State at the time uh this was like during the 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 best of the the Pocatino years. And they're like, "Okay, like you want like a team that like can maybe hang, maybe not, maybe they'll win something, maybe they won't, good enough." And I'm a Michigan State fan, so I was like, oh, sure, yeah, that sounds like yeah, me. Pairs up perfectly, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, what they didn't tell me was that it was a little bit more on the nose than I thought, which is to say, you'll never win jack shit, you'll never be the best team in your own city, <laughs> and best case scenario, best case scenario, one of the other teams will screw up, and you'll like backdoor into uh, a serious situation in which you'll get blown up. So the one year that Michigan State made the, uh, the college football playoff, we faced Alabama. So this is like, oh, hypothetically, Tottenham gets to a Champions League final. And you yeah. just know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. <laughs> and it did. In all yeah. things like Champions League finals, like getting to like the quarterfinals, <laughs> you've gotten like a pissed off Bayern who only won on aggregate in the previous rounds. They're like, no, we have to, like, we have to tell everybody that we're the fucking best. We're going to score nine goals in a, a game. And all yeah. of a sudden, uh, <laughs> I regret this matchup. And so like, <laughs> On this podcast, we, we've said, like, when Michigan State was doing well this year, I was like, I don't want to go to the playoff. I don't want to get blown out by that. I, I want no yeah. part of this. Um, do so well that we're happy, but not so well that it ends up in further, more embarrassing failure later in the season. Yeah, exactly. Very delicate balance. If you can't, if you can't tell from this conversation already, uh, good enough for us to be happy is, like, a 600 win percentage. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need to be like top like if Tottenham makes like top six you're like all right cool we're yeah, uh, we're competing let's do this <laughs> like top four it's like oh no this isn't gonna end well next year because yeah. like because, because like you get into the trap and college football teams have the same thing where it's like oh I'm a Champions League level contender I need to behave and spend like that and Michigan State tried to do that once and it led to half of the team getting kicked off the team because um nobody was supposed to be there and everybody oh, wow. was a little a little bit happy with themselves, despite never having won anything, Deli Alley. Um, anyways. <laughs> New to you. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, so yeah, so Chris, you're a, you're a, you're a, a New York Giants fan. Do you, do you have any like college football rooting interest or not? Um, so I kind of only recently started watching college about past two, three years. Coincidentally, that's how bad the Giants have really been past two, three years. So you need to know who the good players are coming out. Um, so I do kind of like the. Um, it's, it's a weird one because obviously you'd normally gravitate to like you know Alabama, just because like you said they're a powerhouse. I mean, if you were to describe them as the La Masia of the South, that would quite make sense. Yep. Um, but I actually quite like the Georgia Bulldogs. Something about them. It's quite a quite good defensively. I think they're just quite stout. I, I, I've got some very bad news for you. <laughs> and so much on the nose is amazing. Uh, Georgia Bulldogs are routinely compared to English football, like, like, your, like your national team. Uh, the nearly men. <laughs> they, uh, they, they last won a title in 1980. Um, and since then, they have just been, it's just been a series of, well, no, no, we're good enough to win a title this year. You're not going to. <laughs> like, I, I promise you that we, it might go so on the nose this year that Georgia gets to the final of a major tournament. And then loses. loses. <laughs> and they will lose. <laughs> you can, like, it's, I'm, I'm not sure about anybody else here, but, like, would we be shocked if Georgia versus Ohio State happened in the title game? And then it's like, Georgia's going to win. George, it's coming home. It's coming back to Athens. No, it's not. It's not. Because it never does. I'll agree with you guys. <laughs> And so, uh, so if you want to be a Georgia Bulldogs fan, that's fine. It's it's a fine enough team. They're gonna lose in the title game, and you're gonna be sad. You <laughs> um, still got something to look forward to, then the crushing disappointment. So that's yeah, nice. yeah. And 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 I'll say this about Georgia Georgia Bulldog fans: um, they're a really funny group. In the same way that like English football fans are, are a funny group, because like 
there's there's this sentiment that like no 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 like we are as talented as the other these other teams there's no reason why we should lose but then like they remember that anytime there's a in in our version anytime there's overtime in your version anytime there's pks we're gonna lose like that because it's crushing <laughs> and it's miserable and it's the worst possible way we can do this uh the last time georgia got to a a um final they were in great shape they had they had really really Take, taken down Alabama. They were up 17 nothing at half, and then they lost to a true freshman uh, in overtime. Who was inserted at halftime. So, yeah, <laughs> it's not great. Um, uh, but you know what is great? This ad break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. I really, really believe that an ad got in that time. We've had some troubles with that um, because of the uh, the wonders of, of, there's nothing wrong with Blue Wire. They're wonderful. The, all the issues are on our end. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to, uh, to, to do a little bit of a, a preview. And Mariah, you're actually perfect for this because in knowing very little about this game, we get to have funny conversations about things that uh, otherwise you would have no, no, no reason to be aware of. So I want to present to you, I, I, I would like you, I'm going to describe a game to you. Okay. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to describe a game to you and you're going to give me the English football or just the football world comparison. Okay. A rivalry game. A, okay. Cross state, state rivals in which nothing matters. This game does not matter. It will not have actual implications, but everybody involved is super into it. The repercussions of it, when, when someone wins or loses are massive and every time they play something colossally stupid happens. So even people who don't care about this game will watch it because for example, two years ago, a player scored a touchdown to tie, well, would have tied with the extra point and then mind peeing on the field, got a penalty. They missed the extra point, And as a result, seven head coaches in college football changed jobs, including both Edward, from that Really, one one game. I will. I will. And there's no footballer. There's no football equivalent. There's nothing. That's insane. That. Also, to be clear, he didn't mind. <laughs> he didn't just mind peeing on the field. He got down on hands and knees and lifted his leg up and mind peeing like a dog on the field. The and reason that's, that's that's a result of the rivalry. Yeah, he just had no respect for the opposition. The yeah, other exactly. team. The also, other team's mascot is a bulldog. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good that is pretty good they're living in new jersey um, that's pretty good so uh if you can come up with any sort of analogy so that sort of stupidity that ultimately does uh, not matter. absolutely nothing can come anywhere near that when you were talking about kind of a uh a cross-state rivalry or i guess a rivalry i was thinking of something a bit obscure like to show some football knowledge like real betis versus sevilla but then you mentioned the cascading results of what happened afterwards um, and I've got nothing. I've really got nothing to match that. Uh, Chris, do you have anything? I don't think I have anything that that matches that. A rivalry that's that doesn't a rivalry that's really important to the two teams involved in the grand scheme of things doesn't mean anything. But it's always kind of like a big incident or takeaway from that rivalry that um, means that everybody wants to watch. My so comparison, the- my comparison is uh, like a Balkan derby. <laughs> it's very important to those people that are involved. Outside <laughs> of like the Balkans, nobody gives a shit because they're like. That's what I thought I was going obscure, but you went all the way there. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. He took it to the he took it to the Balkans. That's interesting. <laughs> That's not the first time gonna... come up on this podcast. This is, but last time it was during the uh, soccer segment. So <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I could really think of is like Villa Birmingham games from the mid two thousands, where something truly insane would happen like i mean didn't birmingham score from a direct throw-in at one point <laughs> and just villa keepers would just shit the bed every single time that's the only thing i can really think of and even then it just it, it cannot compare i need a youtube video of this game immediately i need it oh, in my life 
Oh, yes. Uh, so what I'm going to point you to is what's known as the egg bowl. So, so Mariah, you've referred to our game here as hand egg. Yep. Um, the it's egg bowl. Name. It's true name, by the way. That's what it should be changed to. Uh, we, we like to call it pointy ball, but yes, handbag is fine. Um, so this game is between Mississippi, the University of Mississippi, and Mississippi State. Neither of these teams have won a national title in anybody's lifetime. Neither of these teams, in uh, Ole Miss, I don't think, has won one since the 60s. Oh, no, I was just saying, now, if you guys don't know that much about American states, uh, Mississippi would be our dumbest. Nice, Mississippi right? would be... Mississippi would be your dumbest example. Yeah, I, I, I guess like uh, one of those, uh, I'm trying to think of an example with my limited British knowledge. One of those northern border places like. Don't, like, just don't, <laughs> like, like we can take the heat from Mississippi. I don't need like Avon Bunch, Versailles, adding us. At me, whatever suburb of Leicester you want to, you want to add me. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Wales, don't at me at him. At Mr. Mojo Rising 89. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's it's like our like one of the places in America that like you really don't need to go. Nothing happens there. This game, though, the game I'm talking about is 2019. We talked about it on our last pod. Um, a player like this all happened, and then the old Miss the Mississippi coach got fired. After old Mississippi State won this game, they went to a bowl game their coach got fired. Both of those coaches needed to fill jobs, including one of them filling it with a guy named Blaine Kiffin, who has spent this entire year. Yeah, he was the head coach for the Raiders, and he only got the job because his dad invented, like, a form of defense. So, like, his dad invented the American version of, like, four in the back. Um, Okay. And so this kid, who's, like, the prince of, of college football, um, and I mean that in every sort of derisive way, like the way that princes are idiots and stupid and have no repercussions or consequences. Also, kid, at this point, he is like 36, no, <laughs> like 46. Um, but he's notable because, uh, and I'm going to tell you a funny story about him. He used oh, to go if, this to- is, if this is where I'm going, where this is going, I think I know. This is a fantastic story. So uh, Lane Kiffin, when he was the head coach at the University of Tennessee, he would go to college bars. As himself, he wasn't married. There's no problem with this. He would go to college bars as a 32-year-old. Um, but at the University of Tennessee, the head coach, uh, what, what, what's the problem, Stumpy? You're wrong. This was at Alabama after he had famously gotten divorced. Okay, fine. So this happened when he was about 39, 41? 36, 37? Yeah. Late 30s. Um, so the coaches at Alabama are well-known. The people on campus know who they are. They can pick them out of a crowd. Lane Kiffin is specifically famous. In this world, in college football land, everybody knows who he is. He would go to college bars. He would flirt with 19 year old, nineteen to 21-year-olds. And when they asked him what his name was, Joey Freshwater. He, w- <laughs> <laughs> he went around campus calling himself Joey Freshwater. What was he thinking? Don't uh, know girls are hot. Like, wait. <laughs> no, but surely doesn't he stand a better chance just saying I'm I'm, I'm Lane Kiffin? I think that he thought like somehow by using a fake name nobody would notice. Yeah, I'm not sure if you guys follow along with the whole Urban Meyer debacle, but that's why you don't use your real name. Okay, yeah, I saw that. I, saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Urban, but see, like Urban's an entirely different thing. He went to a bar with his name on it. <laughs> Yeah, did you guys know that? That that was at the bar? Like, he owns that bar. It's called. No, 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 I didn't know he owned it. I didn't know that. Urban Meyer, like, Chop House or something. He owns two separate bars, and there's been issues at both of them. His wife's picture is on the wall. Oh, gosh. He's a ground bar, (laughs) isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That night that 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 all came out, um, earlier in the night, his wife had tweeted out, and she's a huge tweeter. And we'll talk about why that's funny in a second. But she tweeted out, oh, I love these weeks. I get to be with my grandbabies. And then later that night, pictures came out of him getting a lap dance from a uh, 20-year-old. Um, yeah. uh, the, uh, the other funny thing about her being on Twitter is that she's no longer on Twitter because she shared uh, some significantly anti-vaccine conspiracy theories. And then people called her out for it. And then she said, 
I can't live with the uh, the uh, vitriol of of social media. So um, she got chased off social media. This is where I say to our listeners: if you ever get ratioed, fight back. Just fight back. Don't quit. It's, be- it's better. You can't beat the ratio, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Kelly, my way of fighting back try. is just <laughs> Kelly Myers <laughs> a goddamn power. No, but my way of um, fighting just mute it and carry on tweeting. But don't get into back and forth. Don't get into back and forth with them. You're not going to win. Just mute the tweet and just carry on tweeting like nothing happened, bro. But you can't delete it. You can't delete no, it. No, that's... never delete it. Never, no, delete, never delete it. it. That's when you know that they've won. Yeah, you can't let them win. I've said it now. I've put it out there. You hate me. I'll mute you. Everybody wins. Also, uh, I, I feel like people who, who I, I, you know, people who block people on Twitter, and this is going to get into some meta commentary about Twitter. Don't block, because then they want. They know that they got to you. Just mute them. You get to not see them, and they think that they matter. There's a guy who used to tweet at us all the time about our bad opinions, and he just got muted because he uh, had this habit of being a dick. And it's like, don't need that on the timeline. Uh, not going to mention any ads, but uh, if there was somebody who used to interact with us a lot and doesn't anymore, well, probably figure it out. Um, I think he, he, she, I don't know. They listened to, to this podcast for a while and then they got super. Uh... Is that the guy that said I said, say um too much? Uh, no, he still listens. Nice. Uh, that's the, uh, that, that's, that's our friend from Germany. He's a good Sorry. dude. Sorry, Berliner. Human <laughs> beings are so weird, aren't they? Like, I hate the thing about your point. I'm going to tune in every single week, but you need to know I hate this thing. Like, you must love me more than you hate me, surely. No, no, but I need you to know. I need you to know that. <laughs> we, we get into getting getting too into it. So, um, so the other the other uh, little bit of, uh, of of football stuff that we want to talk about because we outside of the egg bowl, which I don't know if you guys have access to the egg bowl. Um, if you need to find it illegally, do it. Um, you need to watch this game. If it's 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 the game to watch because it will explain to you everything that makes college football great. You will watch this game between two teams that are not very good, and everybody in the stands will be losing their minds. One of them might be good. Um, Both are pretty good this year. Mississippi I, State is not good. They're not, not good. Two versus seven and four. They're not good. I don't care. They're not good. Um, ESPN too. You guys, it should be that hard to uh, illegally stream. <laughs> Um, so that's the game to watch, but there are other games and, and the games that, that, that probably need the most like preview or intro or whatever is the, uh, the NFL Thanksgiving games. So I don't, is Thanksgiving a thing in England? I assume no. No, no, no. no. We've got no No. fans to give, no no fucks to give. It's literally a holiday celebrating that we escaped England (laughs) that made friends with Americans. (laughs) You're the clear. Like the only the only possible explanation there would be like England was like, fuck yeah, we got rid of that dumbass step stepson. He can do, go do whatever the hell he wants. Let's party with him. Like, what? what? Uh, to be clear, the reason why you guys, you guys celebrate July Fourth too? They do. They do. They actually do celebrate. Oh, oh god. They're not you responsible quite, anymore. You guys are quite the duo. I kind of already got the dynamic down pat. I love it. Um, <laughs> we've known each other for a while. A while. Yeah, um, yeah. Greg, I just see your frustration. Why are you saying that? <laughs> to be fair, this goes both ways. It's okay. just he's having a worse day than I am. <laughs> so the. Uh, the Thanksgiving holiday is basically one where we eat a bunch of turkey and watch football. It's great. People get drunk in the morning. Yeah. It's fine. Um, some of uh, Greg is actually going to a proper football match. Uh, I'm not because uh, Minnesota United lost. I'm not going to fail. I thought win. they won. No, they were up one nothing and then gave up three goals in like <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> That's MLS for you guys. And just so you're aware I also don't care about it, but my friend is the head athletic trainer for Minnesota United, so I was like going to go to his game, and then he uh, lost. <laughs> yeah, you don't associate with losers. Yeah, that exactly. can't be it. That can't be your reasoning. Baker, you hear that? He's shit, Baker. <laughs> I like so, how Greg basically went to his own friend. You got to hold that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So, so yeah, that's that's the other th- funny thing about MLS because um, because it's such a new league and because they hate their fans way more than uh, Premier League clubs hate their fans. I promise you, MLS fans hate MLS clubs hate their fans. Um, why? Like, why do they hate us? Yeah, 
because it's into Asa for the last like thirty minutes. Guess well, that pretty much explainer. Um, no, the actual reason I was thinking it. I was thinking oh, it, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I don't like what's going on here. I don't. I don't like this this new thing. Um, I made friends in London, and you're fucked. I'm coming to London next year, guys. We'll get a pint. Yeah, um, sounds good. Actually, what we're well, I, I actually do want to to schedule this, but uh, you're not invited. I'm no, I'm coming to London. I'm coming to London next <laughs> next Everyone's September. Coming to London. I don't care. I'm gonna show up at people's houses and be like, "Hey, we're going to the bar. We're watching the game. Let's go." Um, I call the bar, pub, whatever. Don't Dude, give a this shit. This is why you're not invited. No, we do. No, we do have bars. We do have bars. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. We have bars as well. <laughs> so. Um, so I don't even remember. Oh, MLS, uh, MLS club to beat their fans. Egg bowl, yes. Egg bowl. Watch the egg bowl. Um, we're past that. We're we're, <laughs> right, we're 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 into the MLS clubs hate their fans because most of the owners are owners of other sports and these are tax write offs. Um, mm. So, for example, the owner of the Colorado Rapids, which is uh, Stumpy's local team, Stan Kroenke, who should be familiar to you guys because he's the owner of awesome. Arsenal. It's a, I'm a big uh, fan of his work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. So, so the Rapids are a tax write-off, and and Greg can't watch them because he refuses to uh, play it locally. Uh, so are the Nuggets, which is our NBA team, which for some reason uh, are they a tax write-off as well? They, no, uh, they might be. They're actually pretty good, though. They don't have a local TV contract. I cannot watch them unless they're on national. Wow. TV. Why don't they have a local so the, TV so, contract? So, 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 so Stan Kroenke. Stan Kroenke. Like you got like one of the five best players. You've got one of the best five best players in the league. What the hell? He cares about the Rams and end of list. He so so the thing is is that like you guys think you hate Stan Kroenke. We've been hating Stan Kroenke. My favorite. You guys are new to this. We're new to this. You're true to this. Yeah. (laughs) My friend grew up like a St. Louis Rams fan. Uh, I really want him to go to London. Just because I think he will be the most accepted person in the entire country if he just walks in and he's like, fuck Stan Kroenke. Hey, yeah! <laughs> yeah, you got it! My uh, favorite Stan Kroenke thing is when um, there's like an episode of Monday Night Raw where he wouldn't let them have the uh, Nuggets Arena. Is it the Pepsi Center? Uh, and then, <laughs> Actually called and- Ball Arena now. It was the Pepsi Center. Oh, okay. I don't, weird one. I don't... Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously... Vince McMahon was so annoyed that he paid someone to be a uh, Stan Kroenke uh, impersonator. And he basically <laughs> revealed his true name, which is Enos, which was just absolutely fantastic. Awesome. And he said it with such venom, he went, Enos. <laughs> we did, uh, Asa discovered earlier this year on this uh, podcast that Kroenke didn't actually make his money. He just married one of the Walmart Waltons. I had and, no idea. Uh, yeah. Really? He's not self-made. He married into his money. And then obviously, I mean, he made more of it, but he, he, he initially married uh, Walmart into Walmart. You know, a few, a few billion to start with, you know, never, never hurt. Right. Uh, much like one of our former presidents, I got a small loan from uh, my father-in-law for $100 million. <laughs> and, uh, you know, really pulled myself up by the bootstraps. And like, look, like, it wouldn't yeah. be so like 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 it wouldn't like I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at the man like look you married into wealth good job like we all it's the goal for all of us I married a, a a Russian immigrant who has no money it was it was you know I love her but I wish she was a billionaire but like use that money for good <laughs> damn it Stan <laughs> like he's he's, uh, he's got a- tax write offs all over the world what a guy um so yeah so <laughs> we <laughs> we sorry, hate sorry. Him. Yeah, um, but so yeah, so MLS clubs hate their fans because most of the times it's a tax write-off and they're just using it as an investment because there's no promotion relegation, which means it's a closed league, which means that those value this value of the teams just goes up. There's no risk. Um mm. so they don't need to actually spend on players because and also like they, they have a salary cap. It's the reason why every time a European coach comes here, they fail because they don't know they don't understand like how to build an MLS because it's stupid. And it's like so like you can only pay three players above the salary cap, which is why um, like there's a, the David Beckham's team, uh, Miami, um, they, they, they're, they're atrocious because they keep, um, they keep losing points in the standings because they've signed seven players above the salary cap when you're only allowed three. Why would he, they do that? 
he keeps purposefully breaking the rules and then daring MLS to like punish him, and they keep punishing him, and then he keeps doing like this is. Like, you, why do you think? Why is he doing that though? Well, I think he wants the rule to change. I think he's just trying to publicize how dumb it is by continually do, like the the amount the amount of money we're talking about too. To like you got to us is insane. It's like ten million or eleven million or something like that. But to enter Miami, that's like meh. That's a it's a rounding error. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Like it's and and also Inter Miami, like it's Beckham's team, but like it's a well known rumor that most of that money is um South American and um iffy legally. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it's there there's a good chance that Inter Miami is uh, hey, money. Hey. Some of that is also Mexican money and they're technically North American. You're right. Uh there's there's uh-huh. there's it's, a big it's actually a, it's a shell for the, the knockoffs. It's actually a money laundering organization. Wow. MLS might actually be like more clubs than you think might just be money laundering. Yeah. Um, Crazy. Anyways, but all of that is alleged. We have no proof. We're not saying it's true. Allegedly. Allegedly. I love that word. Allegedly. Allegedly. I love that word. Um, So... So yeah, so the, the actual football games this weekend um, include uh, our Detroit Lions. So Stumpy, why don't you uh, why don't you tell the people what what the Lions are looking at this weekend? The Lions are looking at the Bears in what has been uh, so nominally that is a rivalry game. It's not really because uh, the Bears suck and the Lions really suck. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but. Let's see. They're playing on, uh, obviously, on Thanksgiving. The Bears are currently favored by three, despite being the away team. And this is, according to a couple of different metrics I've seen, the Lions' best chance to get a their first win of the season so, at, like, 35% or something like that. And that's their best chance the rest of the way. So, actually, this this is perfect timing for you guys because this game will, tip off, will uh, kick off at 5.30 in London, which means you get done with work, you go to the – pub fuck you stumpy um have a couple pints see i watched yep. Ted lasso i know the lingo uh, <laughs> <laughs> um actually my favorite part of that show was when in, in like the first scene they have coach beard reading inverting the pyramid and at the time that i saw that i was reading that book and i felt very very uh proud of myself anyways the best scenes in that show are how many countries are in this country and playing Sheffield on Saturday? No, Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> that was a good, that was a good joke. I enjoyed that joke. Um, so the the uh, that game will, will kick off five thirty in London, uh, nine thirty my time, which is great because again, Thanksgiving, despite what they'll tell you about it being a, th- a holiday about giving thanks, and I have some theories about its historical origins. Don't worry about it. Um, but uh, the basically in America, it's just like a wake up, get drunk. Unless you have kids, then it's wake up, watch a parade, and subtly get drunk. Um, so that game kicks off at 9.30. Um, Bears minus three feels real comfortable to me um, because uh, the Lions are trash. And again, we are Lions fans, and they're trash, and I hope they lose every game because going 0-16-1 is hilarious. We don't really do draws in American football. You guys you, you guys might not know that. Uh, Chris, you no, know, I know that. Yeah, 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 I know that. But we do sometimes. Um, there was a player on the Lions who, in the midst of this game, was in overtime and asked the coach, he's a professional football player, asked the coach, oh, what are the rules of the second overtime? Is it another 10 minutes? And the coach said, I don't know. And then they asked around the sideline. They had to ask five people before they were like, no, 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 it just ends in a tie if you if you don't win in overtime. So that's how the Lions are doing this year. Uh, yeah, it was um, the – Donovan McNabb – famously did not know that you could end in a tie like five years ago. And we had a whole conversation about this thing. Yeah. It's dumb. I think there's usually two a year. There's not many. It's it's pretty hard. Um, And, and yeah, it's dumb. Anyways. So after that, you get the, uh, the Raiders at the Cowboys, um, which I actually think might end up being a good game because both Derek Carr and Dak Prescott are coming off of absolute stinkers. Yeah. Um, And like, those types of quarterbacks, like you think they'll get a bounce back. I don't know. Um, and then the, the nightcap, which I guess the morning game for you guys, it'll be out at like 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to watch the Bills play the Saints, I don't know why. I mean, you're certainly welcome to. Um, who's the Saints? Who's the Saints quarterback nowadays? It's a good Trevor question. <laughs> a, a human pyramid scheme. 
not wrong. No, no, no. He's the backup now. Taysom Hill's the backup. He's the Taysom. human quarterback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my, uh, the Saints have a, uh, a Mormon playing quarterback. He's now the backup right now, but he uh, did not enter the NFL until he was 28. Uh, the Saints head coach kept him around inexplicably for like four years and paid him like $10 million a year to be a backup because he likes to run into people. Like he doesn't mind contact, which is uh, apparently something to value for every position except your quarterback. Yeah, you don't really want your quarterback seeking out violence. Like you should no. avoid it. Uh, I guess a- <laughs> kicker, but if I ever found a kicker who was headhunting, that would be my new favorite player. It's it's like a, a Pat McAfee. Like when when Pat McAfee went headhunting, or oh, do you remember the fat kicker from uh from Penn State? Yeah, Joey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a kicker on a college football team and like for, for like the first half of the year, he was like headhunting and he was like coming up with these huge hits and it was great and everybody loved it. And then one time an actual player blocked him and then it wasn't funny anymore. <laughs> yeah. And he was like five, eight, like two seven or something. Like when we say fatty, we're not kidding. <laughs> yeah. Not like athletic fat. Ha ha ha. Like, oh, Charles Barkley. He's so fat. No, he's not. He's just like. He's just general like everyday fat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. This guy was a like, guy who, there was a guy who was in the. Do you guys you do a draft combine, don't you? And yeah. he um he was sprinting and there's that famous video where the guy said, Look at that bubble butt. And then uh, <laughs> actually typed in his name not too long ago. And I think he's like a, a pro bowler now. So he's obviously that's 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 helped him have a fruitful career so far. So you know. Yeah. Don't, don't knock it. <laughs> um so so yeah, so we uh so that was that was fun. Um but yeah, the Saints' actual quarterback is a guy named Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon is interesting because he went to Northwestern University. Northwestern University is a very good academic institution. It is not good at football. Um, Trevor Simeon, when he played at Northwestern, was not good at football. He was, he, it's like, there's this weird thing that happens in the NFL, and I can't imagine another, another sport that does it the same way. Um, although, would you know what I can't imagine before I get to this point? Another ad read? Another ad read. What I can imagine, you see how seamless that was? That was good. Um, so much. <laughs> what I can imagine is, uh, like, it's this weird thing that happens in the NFL where you have players who are bad at football in college. And then they go to the NFL, and they're bad in the NFL. But they continue getting jobs. And, like, I, I can't explain it. There's a guy named Tim Boyle. Yeah. He's, the, he's, the, he's the backup quarterback for the Lions right now. He was bad in college. And I'm talking about, like, could not play. He played badly at a school that was bad. This is, like, like the, the, the analogy here is someone, like, you got, like, a striker who can't score goals in, in like, the fourth division. What is that? Like, League Two, right? Like, he's, he's out there for Leighton Orient, and he can't score a goal. And then, wait, and then he transfers to a school in a lower division, which would be the equivalent of going to, like, Wrexham. <laughs> Yeah, like the ninth division. Still bad, was not a clear starter, and then is somehow on his second team in the NFL. Which, I mean, my theory is just that it's body type. If you conform to a certain body type, they're willing to take a take a gamble on you. Um, but yeah, so this guy's just like bad at football, and he continues getting jobs. So um, if you guys can come up with an analogy for a guy who sucked at every level of competition but continues to get run – um, we would love to hear it because that's the Tim Boyle of soccer. Football. Ooh. Football's pretty brutal that way. I can't think. Yeah, it's almost like having promotion and relegation helps <laughs> turn into meritocracy. Huh. Wonder how that happens. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, American football. Do you know actually, you know what? I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm handbag, <laughs> bloody handbag. Yeah, bloody handbag. <laughs> um you know what I'm going to give you? I'm going to give you a, let's see, a, a player who, who, who's not good at any level, continues to play for reasons that are unclear to anybody involved. Um, I think that Tim Boyle is um, Ben Davis. It's Ben Davis. It's not oh, good. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> continues to play. Nobody really knows why. I, my theory is, is that he's, he's, it's because he's friends with Gareth Bale. There was a time he was all right, and then he just fell off a cliff. He's never been good. He was all right. So Tim Boyle is a golfer too? He's friends with the Gareth Bale? (laughs) 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 Um, 
So I, I, uh, so, so those are the games this week. Uh, do you guys have any, uh, any thoughts on those games? Like any, uh, gambling advice for our dear friends? I don't know. Is is gambling? I'll be coming to you guys for gambling advice from, from the sounds of things. Gambling legal in the UK. Have you seen any guy? I I can go down the street and find a lot of Brooks. Yeah. See, this is where we finally got better though. I can do it off my phone. (laughs) (laughs) but only in this state as soon as i cross state lines can't do it again uh really yeah the country is fascinating honestly right federalism man (laughs) i used to live in in north carolina and virginia was an hour and a half drive north and there was a sports bar that was literally across the state line it was like the closest you could get to the straight state line uh, as possible and the only reason was because gambling was legal in Virginia and it wasn't legal in North Carolina. So that's a point on the- Sundays, everybody would drive up and just sit at this bar for nine hours gambling and then go home. Um, the, crazy, crazy. Dumb I, shit. Yeah. Uh, I, the, the, <laughs> the fun story that we have about that is that we have a friend who wanted to put in a bet that had he put it in would have made him, was it 1100 or 11000 1100 $1,100 on a $100 bet on an $1,100 uh, $1, payout. He was in the car going from New Jersey to New York. They have sports betting in New Jersey, or in New Jersey, not in New York. He was in the tunnel and he lost reception. He lost $1,100 because he was oh. in the tunnel. <laughs> um, it, was, it, was, it was tough. Um, but... Uh, but so I, I guess the, the, the thing that I want to, uh, to, to close on, I, I guess I, uh, you know, it's getting sort of late where you are. Uh, dear listeners, we're, we're recording this uh, at nine o'clock London time. Yeah, nine o'clock London time. So on a Monday. So we haven't talked about Monday Night Football uh, because it's already happened for you. It has not yet happened for us. Um, we assume that Tom, Br- Here, Krish, I'm going I'm to give you a, a preview of what's going to happen to your New York Giants. They're going to get a lead. They're going to give it up to Tom Brady. That's going to be the game. Oh, I'm, I am all in on the tank, by the way. <laughs> I'm all in on the tank. I mean, I, I need the Lions to get the first win the season because I'm all invested in the, the Bears draft pick as well. Yeah, exactly. so at the moment, we're back to back at five and six. So, I mean, I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> is there any kind of like, is there any generational player going in um, next year's draft? No. How's no. Trevor Lawrence doing? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. No. <laughs> he's uh, he's struggling a little bit, but that's what happens when you go to the worst team in the league and you have <laughs> nobody to catch the ball, uh, nobody to stop the other the defense from hitting you, and a moron as a head coach who'd rather uh, grind on nineteen year olds than pay attention <sighs> to his personnel. The last the last game for the Jags, um, they they ran four offensive plays uh, in the first uh, quarter and a half. By the time they ran their fifth play, they were down 17 to nothing. To understand how difficult that is, they alternate <laughs> possessions. That's insane. What happened? I don't even want to. Feels like there needs to be another point based around me just asking you questions about American football. We're happy to do it. It's a really <laughs> dumb game that is inexplicable. Uh, but our streak of talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars continues. Uh, this is the worst franchise outside of the Lions in the NFL, and we talk about them weekly. I guess that they, was my fault. That was my fault, though. That was not you guys. So that's no, it's, it's a conscious effort at this point. It's also okay. uh, we also talk about UConn football every week as a conscious effort because uh, as what we didn't mention to you was UConn football was so bad like three years ago they just canceled the program. Really, they, they canceled the year. They were like, "We're bad. We're not no, going to play." This is separate. They canceled the program in 2018. They canceled the COVID year because like they're like, "We suck. Why would we bother trying to play?" During COVID, and then they brought it back last year. Uh, this football had not played for two full calendar years. This year, notably, they uh, talked talked some shit to various teams and got blown out. Um, they're really, really bad. Notably, do you know who their quarterback was? It was Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle got his start at Connecticut. <laughs> um, so did Dan. I was going to go with Lane Kiffin. Uh. Lane Kiffin. Uh, I think went to USC. Somebody. No. I think I think SC because his dad was the coach there. Uh, family business, huh? Oh yeah, there's a ton of uh, a, a fun. So so you think that like the the like the coaching carousel in like English football is like oh well who who just got fired we'll just take him like Nuno Espirito Santo yeah great we'll bring him in he was just that there whatever 
American like football coaching is just just a question of what is your last name. It's like, oh, do you have the same last name as somebody who used to be a good coach? Yeah, sure, great, whatever. Yeah, he was the, he was the QB at Fresno. Oh, right. He was at Fresno State. For four years. He was a starter. He was a starter. Good for Lane Kiffin. Uh, apologies to Joey Freshwater, who uh, never really got off the bench. What a choice of name. That's so funny. <laughs> it's not even the funniest football fake name. Joey Freshwater? Uh, Ron Mexico is the best fake <laughs> football name. Ron Mexico. <laughs> that sounds like a porn star. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> Actually, you're not that far off. Uh Chris, do you know the Ron Mexico story? Yeah, the Michael Vick fake name. Yep. <laughs> Michael Vick, uh, I'll, I'll tell the story. All of this is alleged. Don't no, sue us. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, the Ron Mexico part, it is not alleged. Michael Vick has herpes. Yes. That is, that is, uh, I'm, I'm going to say allegedly just. Ron Mexico, on the other hand, does not. <laughs> <laughs> so Pretty Michael bad. Vick used to go around saying his name was Ron Mexico, having sex with girls, giving them herpes and saying, Ron Mexico doesn't have herpes. What are you talking about? Which again, we bring up around his point. It, it's Mike Vick. People know who he is. It's not like you're not known. It's like Michael Vick, and especially this at this time, he was doing this like 2003, 2004. He was on the cover of Madden. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can, all, all we can really surmise is that being famous does crazy things to your mental health. I mean, God willing, one day, like there will be stories about about. Asa Smith doing crazy things because he's so famous. But like, I wish I could get away with that. I would never, I would never commit adultery. I love you, my wife, who listens to this. (laughs) Oh, the same. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's that's my favorite fake football name. uh, Is is easily Ron Mexico. Um, So uh, before we before we leave, Krish, I want to get your your thoughts on this. Okay, there's an obvious answer to the first one. To, to, the, to the first name, but I want the second name. Because the first name is Adama Shrore. But who do you think uh, in, in, in the Premier League would be the best American football player? The, the, the obvious answer is Shrore. I'm taking him off the board. Ooh. Also, you can't pick Harry Kane to be a kicker. Yeah, non-kicker edition. <laughs> oh, that's a really good question. No, Adama Shrore makes it very difficult yeah. because it's the most obvious answer known to man. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also a very good Adama Traore Tavon Austin comparison if you wanted to make it. Okay, let's let's let's. <laughs> I want to hear yours, but I have a pick as long as we're taking Troy off the uh, table. What do you what do you, what do you got? Something. Oh, oh. I like uh, Tyrone Mings. Ooh, that's not bad. I'll tell you who mine is. It's um, I really like uh, Trent Arnold Alexander as a as a defensive back. I like yeah, the, I like the speed. I like the uh, the 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 shiftiness. That's that's who I want. Although I I, I take Mings and I would need a year to put him in the weight room. He's six five one eighty right now, according to uh, what you call its website. So like Villa's website. Uh, I feel like if you give him a year, you can put you can get him up to two ten two fifteen. Yeah, thirty forty pounds of muscle on there, and that man is gonna hurt some people. Chris, what do you got? Kyle Walker could be a pretty decent kick returner. Mm. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Uh, Mariah, what do you got? <laughs> what position is really slow and cumbersome and just needs to get in the way and people bang into them? Defensive tackle. Harry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thanks so much to our guests. Uh, Krish and Mario, you can find them at various Touchline Media podcasts and you can find us there as well. Mario, you can find on Twitter at Houdini, not like... Not, not Houdini. So it was kind of, obviously, he's a magician. <laughs> I kind of spelt the name a bit funny as well. That it's a called a pun. How did you not, like, <laughs> you of all people? <laughs> Dumpy, I promise you, this has happened to me for years, so... Somebody <laughs> 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 uh, said, what a need. Who the knee? What the... Yeah, so it's fine. So not Harry. <laughs> How the knee? <laughs> Houdini, as in uh, W-H-O-D-E-N-K-N-E-E. Uh, you can find Krish on Twitter at Krishan underscore Mamba24. Uh, that's at the other sport that we don't talk about. Um, for basketball, you can find at Courtside Fraka. Um, 
they'll be doing stuff. I, I, I would like to hear the courtside Fraca assessment of Isaiah Stewart versus LeBron James, or I guess maybe ringside Fraca because it was a fight and also yeah. could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of an overlap there, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a crossover episode. Um, special thank you to, to both of you guys. Thanks for, for, for sticking around. Um, you can listen thank to, you. to those guys at uh, TLF uh, family of uh, podcasts. So Cop and Fraca for the Liverpool stuff, uh, Muga for the Manchester United stuff um, and Touchline Fraca for, for all of it. Um, you can find uh, Stumpy at tw- on Twitter at Mr. Mojo Rising 89. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, usually at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. We're talking football. We're talking soccer. We're talking hand egg. We're talking not rugby because we don't know how to play it. Not talking Australian rules football because I don't think it exists. Prove me wrong. Uh, you can't <laughs> find us on Instagram. We're, we're going to get that up and running shortly. Make, uh, make no mistake. That's that's coming. A special thank you to our sponsors, whoever Blue Wire decided to put in today, as well as the Smith Workforce Management Group. And a special thank you to you, the listeners. Uh, Please like, subscribe, share, give us five stars, all that other fun stuff. Um, We couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thanks so much for sticking with us. We'll see you next time. Peace. Podcast Network.